welcome to our first episode of the year. I know it's been a while. Um, it's been so long that Daniel is all of a sudden Josh Fishman. <laughs> and he is not from Alabama anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's from uh, the great state of Kentucky. Mm-mm-mm. Looks a little different, sounds a little different, so I apologize. Um, it's our unofficial uh, co-host for today. I'll throw in a couple more y'alls and howdy do's. Yeah, you. yeah, just put on that Daniel accent. I don't know if y'all would have noticed if uh, we didn't say anything. anything. So, But uh, surprisingly, Josh is not the guest for today. We have here Colette Burt Stefaniak <laughs> coming in to tell you about the new year and what's going on. So I guess we'll just jump right into it. Um, we're going to talk about just the new year, uh, New Year's traditions. Um, so do you guys have any traditions that you look forward to? I know, Colette, you were at a wedding this past New Year's. If you want to talk about that. I mean, I guess um, just some best friends of mine. We um, wanted to make a Christmas, like, magic forest kind of wedding. So we brought in huge piles of chopped up um, Christmas trees and wove them all together and spent the day just making wreaths and vines and putting them up and got covered in tree sap, but super fun. Then we got married and got to play violin, so that was fun. Wow. They walked out to the wrong song, so we had to change halfway through. Oh, man. The processional, so it was awkward. I hate when that happens. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my New Year's traditions, like especially growing up, were mainly just like, um, it was just with my family. We would drive all the way up to Michigan where my um, grandfather's from. And what we always did to ring in the new year was uh, we'd have like a little time of a worship um, to ring in like the new year. And then we would all break out like the sparkling grape juice. And it was always just a great time. I don't know. I could always look forward to both those things. um, And it was a great time. But now that I'm in Nashville and everyone's kind of gone their separate ways, um, I've been just enjoying time with friends uh, for the past couple of years. So it's been great too, you know? Nice. Yeah. I think my family, we used to go up to... uh, New York for my New Year's with my grandma and we'd always make this beef stroganoff. It was our New Year's tradition. It kind of randomly became the thing we'd have because my parents would leave and go off and do fun stuff and then they're like, hey, you're going to chill with your grandma and then she'd make like the best food imaginable. Mm. Um, But this year, uh, my brother and I went to Ireland, uh, which was very, very fun. Some study abroad friends of his. Um, Traditionally in the past, when we kind of gotten older, we were just hang out with friends um last year we just had our friends over and just a good time um half the time we usually fall asleep before uh midnight but this time we were up till like 6 a.m so (laughs) (laughs) very fun so you gotta celebrate new year's with us oh yeah pretty much pretty much it was it was new year's here by the time that we'd fallen asleep (laughs) so didn't you put like broken glass in somebody's laundry basket yeah so um Apparently, over there, which I don't know if it's just an Irish thing, but in their kitchen, they had uh, a laundry bin. It was like a tall, like, wicker basket. And essentially, uh, some glass had fallen, and they went to throw it away, but all they saw was this uh, laundry bin. And, of course, we thought it was a trash can. And then I went over, because another bottle had, had fallen, and I picked it up to go throw it away. And as I'm putting it in the bin, they're like, this is the laundry bin. We just figured this out now. Um, we probably should be putting glass in here. And I'm like, okay, like, should I take it out? And they're like, no, 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 it'll be funny. <laughs> but it was fine. It was fine. We told her the next morning and she was laughing about it. So no one got injured. But uh, yeah, glass in the laundry bin. <laughs> We've been a rough wake up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think she was uh, up until 2 or 3 p.m. Fair enough. So yeah, <laughs> we didn't get up till like noon. I know it's a big tradition to do New Year's resolutions for, I'm assuming, very few people. I don't know about you guys, but I've never actually done one. I normally try to just have something that I mm-hmm. want to change, and whether I stick to it or not, you know, who's to say? But um, right now, my church is just doing, like, a 21-day fast. It's really, like, start the New Year with, like, something that we're doing. Um, what I chose to do was, like, a social media fast um, from... Really, like, my main time wasters so like, a bunch of, like, games on my phone. LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. Uber, you know, all the yeah. classic ones. Yeah. Uber it's, Eats. It's uh, Chess.com. Chess. 
uh but so like i've, I've cut out like tiktok and all the games on my phone and things like that i put a timer on my instagram and everything um so that's what we're doing right now i think i'm planning on like continuing it and or like you know he's keeping a timer on mm-hmm. um it's on my apps um yeah. just and i think it was good for me too because like i have a terrible time just like staying awake just like wasting time on these things mm-hmm. so it also like just allowed me more time to get better sleep and then also um, just like cut out the distraction from like my quiet times, which I normally do at night as well. Um, and then just another thing is I'm just trying to uh, complete a course for like JavaScript, which is goes along with my job. I'm a programmer for those that don't know. Um, so yeah, just yeah. Tuesday editions. Yeah, I know Colette. You have your new things that you do every year. Is that did that come about because of like a New Year's thing? Yeah, that was that was just for last year. Um, so I did. I decided to do two new things every month. Um, the reason I'm not doing it this year is because it's like a, a little, like it ends up being a little bit right. stressful and a little expensive. You're on a podcast for the first time. What? That is true. This could be a new thing. But you, you could go I back mean, and listen to this. I'm also milking a, a goat um, in a couple of weeks for the first time wow. just because. But anyways, um, so last year, well, I grew up with like a huge, massive fear of heights. Like when I was little, I could nice. not even go up escalators without so somebody carrying me. Like I like I, I just like heights freaked me out and I was always scared to like do stuff that was like fast um so if a tall like, person anything, walked in you'd be like I'd be freaking out yeah oh man like if I got on your shoulders I would lose I would, it but, <laughs> so I kind of just wanted to do it to try to make myself like do all the things that scared me um so like I did parasailing um cliff jumping rock climbing um the big one was skydiving. I always told myself that I would never do that. And even like three days before, I couldn't eat anything. I was like throwing up like constantly. Like I thought I was going to die that day. And so I really didn't want to do it, but I went up there, jumped out, and it was the best. I've never been happier in my entire life. So yeah. that was like the best experience I've ever had. Peaking. Highly recommend. <laughs> um um, and I hate roller coasters and I hate, you know, I hated heights, but it's like nothing like that. It was amazing. So I'm actually going again in a few months, um, with my sister. So, um, uh, I think the only one out of everything I did, I did like 26 new things. The only one I didn't like was going into a haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> that was just not, not worth it to me. But you love scary movies. I do love scary movies, but when I'm. When they're not jumping out at me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like to be the one in the movie. <laughs> so, yeah, just, so that was the only one that I would not, I would not do again, okay. I think, out of everything. This year, it's just health stuff, so, okay. yeah. Do you feel like doing all of that stuff has, like, helped you achieve the goal that you kind yeah, of set out? Yeah, so I, like, heights really don't bother me as much anymore. I did a ropes course um, last month, and... Normally, I would have never been able to do, like, the little, you know, when you're walking on the mm. skinny parts up high. But, um, like, I was still, like, had, like, I was still scared, but I was able to push myself to do it because I just feel, I feel comfortable in harnesses and all that now. So, um, so yeah, I definitely feel much better with heights. And I've been trying, like, I feel good to try new things and just, just for the heck of it now. And so it's made me a more, I guess, open person to yeah. different stuff. So, yeah. So you would recommend doing something highly similar. recommend doing something like that and like all the things i got to do with like friends or family members or like people that i didn't normally hang out with would join me for like some activity they wanted to take part in with me or something so um i ended up like having a lot of fun just with other people it's pretty exciting <laughs> yeah yeah um so josh here has a game that we can play real quick um if you want to explain it yeah um so as the host, you know, I felt like I had to, you know, do something, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, so game filling game. in some big shoes, <laughs> some huge shoes, massive. <laughs> so the game is called Chain Reaction. You might have seen uh, the television show. I think it's like in the U.S. and Canada or something, um, maybe U.K. and Canada. Uh, and so essentially, how the game works is there are um, words at the top and the bottom of a list, and there are um, five words in between, like the the two words in the list, and you, you two, as like the the game players, will try to guess the word beneath or above one of these words. You're a lot the, the option, and then you're trying to chain, uh, react all the way down the list. If that makes sense. So, um, I'll give you the the first letter beneath the first one because I feel like it makes the most sense. So your first word is Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, your last word is town. 
um, and then you're allowed the first letter. So we're trying to connect Mary to Tom. Yeah. So, but with like each mm-hmm. word combining with another word to end up with your last one. Does that make sense? Okay. So when you think of Mary, and it starts with C. What do you think of? Christmas. Merry Christmas. Exactly. And then Christmas, and then do you want a letter beneath this one? I assume. Sure. All right. So T. Tree. There you go. Ooh. We're on a roll. And then this one is H. Holly? Um, no. And then, so you get another letter if you get it wrong. Horse. <laughs> Not horse. <laughs> uh, horse is on the brain. Oh, have you heard that song, I'm Thinking About Horses? It's no. a good one for you. You should listen to it. I know the it. song Saddle Up Your Horses, okay. but... It's called I'm Thinking Wait, About what Horses. what was that? I don't... I uh, H-O-U is... is house. house. Three house. Oh, so, okay, so it's like that. Okay. And then your next one is K, is the start of it. Um, and you're also allowed to house. just jump up above town if you want to. I'm know. assuming village is in there. Village? Yeah. All right. Uh, no. no. The next letter is E. Kettle. Like a pot? It's not kettle. It's in a house. You're another Keep. E. Almost. Keeper. Keeper. <laughs> the house. Close. <laughs> sure, this will get you. So keep it's in. keep eyes. Keep in. Yeah. Okay. And then your last one is this. Up. There you go. So our combinations of chain reaction okay. is Merry Christmas, Christmas tree, tree house, housekeeping, okay. keeping up, uptown. So it's not like relating words. It's compound words or yeah, like phrases. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's an explanation. I don't know if that's going to work great on the podcast, but you know, <laughs> they can play along, <laughs> hopefully. If they'd like. If they'd like. I still think we should have done rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> We can do it right now. <laughs> What's that? I can't read All right, your writing. So, so the next ones are um, glass is the top word and marks is the bottom word. Would you like it above marks or below glass to start? I like going down. All right, makes sense. Makes sense. Right. Yeah, you don't like glass, so you bead. don't want to go up. What? I got over my fear of heights. Glass bead. Beads. No, so you get BU. Bucket. <laughs> so you get oh wait sorry I put, I put C but Started it's B right B bubble there you go glass bubble and then bubble B bubble Bub- boy <laughs> D-A bath bubble bath nice and then so bath T time bath time nope so it's T-U bath tub tub bath tub Tub S. Sink. Swimming. ST. <laughs> this one's tough. I'll give you that. Stop. STA. Stash. STAI. Stain. STAIN. Stained. There it is. Tub stained? What's that? I have no idea. What's <laughs> <laughs> it It's a Canadian thing. I don't know. Oh. All right, and then stain tea. Tomato. <laughs> and also don't, and keep in mind that it, it relates to marks as well. Top marks. No. But T-E? Teeth. 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 All right, so the chain hmm. reaction, glass bubble, bubble bath, bathtub, tub stain. Classics. Yeah, we all know that. Yeah, stain teeth. We don't have to explain it. Teeth marks. So, <laughs> so that's your game. It's supposed to be like done in like a minute, but mm-hmm. I just you know wanted to okay. try it out. Well, fill time, rock paper scissors. <laughs> all right, all at once. All at once. No one could win, or it's, but it's it's riveting. It could go in so many different possibilities. <laughs> rock. Wait, are we going on like shoot or shoot. Like, yeah, cool. yeah, after yeah. shoot? Of course okay. You. Rock, Rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. Oh, <laughs> Kyle's out. All right. He, he did paper. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> oh, Joshua wins. Josh the Rock yeah. Fishman. We shouldn't have told anybody. We just went. Dwayne oh. Johnson. <laughs> you could have cheered and we all thought it was you. Yeah, you could have. Man. <laughs> History's on the side of the victims, right? Daniel's going to want in on this action when he gets back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, so that was our game. Um, feel free to find something like it. Um, let's look up what tub stained is. Let's see if that's a, like a, a, like some sort of thing. And if it's bad, then we'll just not. It's probably like that dirty grime you get down by like the by the drain. Okay. Um, how to turn your bleach stained red bathtub white again. <laughs> This is a bad start. <laughs> yep. So this is uh not useful. So <laughs> I don't know why it's in past tense, but maybe if you say a lot of British by saying tub stain, does it make more sense that okay, way? What do you British what, what do you like? What do you imagine it means, like, though, Josh? Like, never mind. Okay, I put him. I'm <laughs> talking the past tense. <laughs> okay, they're in the here and now. It is always All the right. present. So I put in the word British, and here's what <laughs> came up. I cannot understand the british habit of washing and rinsing dishes in the same dirty water and drying them without washing off the soap hmm. Hmm. All right. <laughs> well we learned something yeah uh, so, maybe <laughs> <laughs> who's to say any of our british listeners just fill us in <laughs> we know there's tons of people around the yeah. world <laughs> checking this out right now we know all of our 14 regulars at least one of them could possibly maybe be british <laughs> oh, oh okay we could have 15 if you did one more new thing and listen to it. Oh, man. <laughs> Guns blazing. <laughs> man. All right. So we're going to move on to our next topic. Um, this was supposed to be done with our buddy Paulson, who's been here for seven years, but obviously mm. he's not here. So we're going to do a quick look back at uh, West End Community Church Young Adults. Uh, if Daniel was here, it'd probably be a lot more detailed and a lot better, but we'll try to just make some guesses. <laughs> but about... now the longest anyone's been here is a year. Yeah. <laughs> a year and a half. <laughs> Less than that. Yeah, you, you've been here once. Uh, I'm here the longest. And I longest, and that was like a month May. after you. Yeah. A couple oh. months. And then Colette was here, what, seven, eight months? Yeah, April? April? Oh, less than that. Probably like, yeah, seven months. But, oh. man, so a, a quick look back at West End Community Church Based off of guesses, maybe. Based on what I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's quite might, different, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, from what I've heard, from what I've heard, uh, they used to be somewhere else. And apparently the, the hangar where we meet now was uh, once uh, owned, but well, I would say, I say owned very loosely, but inhabited by uh, homeless people. Um, so... The, that's okay. come a long way. That's no longer, that's no longer uh, a, a place for random people to inhabit. Um, apparently, we'll probably cut all this out. But um, <laughs> I also heard that it was much smaller, like way back then, compared to. I mean, this past meeting, there was more than sixty. You know, mm-hmm. like they printed out sixty handouts and ran out. So yeah, from what Paulson said, they used to have like maximum like ten people, maybe. Yeah. Um, and now we have at least forty each week. Um, I remember there was one week I was gone, and then I came back, and I did not recognize half of the people there. <laughs> Everything changed. And I was like, where did everyone come from? And I still probably don't know most of their names, <laughs> but that's okay. It's not like I'm a co- uh, co-host of a podcast <laughs> that yeah. is geared towards those people. Yeah, so, that's all right. I know your name. That's what matters, yeah. Do they? We only have 14 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so... But, uh, yeah, uh, the next question is, how has your experience changed being here so long? Oh, man, that a year and a half, uh, well, for our guest here, Colette, being here seven, seven months. months. How, how has your experience changed for being here for so long? Or has it? I mean, it's been great. Actually, fun fact, I cried on the way to my first young adult meeting because I was, I had tried so many churches before and the young adult group and... Just, like, had not not clicked, like, just not found a group that clicked with. And I was, like, I get really, like, anxious mm-hmm. having to meet a giant group of people. And so I was, like, crying on the way in the car. And I was, like, I'm going to force myself to go socialize and meet, you know, more people here. And um, then went in. And it was great. Never left. And, yeah. So. When did was, you move to Nashville? Um, two and a half. I moved here summer of 2020. So pandemic. Yeah. So you've been here a while. Yes, been here a couple years. Okay. Tried many churches um, and many Bible studies and groups and stuff. And um, so yeah, this one was by far yeah the best. 
No, I had a similar experience, not the crying bit. But, <laughs> uh, I had been in town for a month, maybe, and I had heard about the uh, the group because I had seen it online. But I was living in Brentwood at, at the time, which Josh is for, is living in, and he drives out here to. Uh, well, we're not hanging in the hangar right now. We're actually uh, hanging in my apartment. Yeah, we got we got a guest so, house, a guest, and a guest yeah. location. Let's so go. Change this, it up. Super, super uh, off the books right now. <laughs> but um, I was like, I don't really want to drive 20 minutes into the uh, middle of Nashville. And so, so eventually, you made, yeah. Did Josh do it? No, so. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm saying is like when I first moved here, instead of like I was living in like a extended stay America in Brentwood um and I didn't want to go all the way out of my way to go to like a young adult group because I was like it's so far it's like a Thursday night I'm just gonna stay home and like do nothing Hmm. but um eventually I ended up going um and just had a really good time um I felt like a lot of people I connected with and like felt like people at the same stage of life that I was in um where another group that I'd been to uh, just felt very uh, different. There was a lot of young married couples, which isn't bad, but you know, just not what I'm uh, currently in the phase of life in. You know, so. Um, and what brought you to Weston, like young adults specifically? So I was looking online, to, like good young adult groups for uh, young adults, obviously. Um, <laughs> and it was like the first one that came up. And, like, I was looking at the website, and I was like, oh, we have all these events. We do all these things. And I was like, okay, like, they had images of, like, actual people there. And I was like, okay, like, these people look interesting enough. They're in a, in a whitewater raft. Seems like they do some fun stuff. Mm. I can't remember if anyone I recognized was on there, but I'm sure someone probably is. It's been a while since I've been online. But, um, so that's kind of how I ended up there, and I stayed because people like Josh here and eventually people like Colette here who showed up one day. Just made all your lives better. Yeah. Remember talking to Daniel and I was like, this man looks very familiar. And I think I realized that he just has one of those faces that like <laughs> you're a man with a beard. You kinda look like every other man with a beard. So I mean Jack or Daniel, you know? Like, yeah, it could be either one of them. Um, <laughs> I actually I got to West End Young Adults through, uh, essentially, like, through just unlikely experiences. So, one, it was in the middle of COVID, so everyone was wearing, like, masks at the time, no one wanted to hang out with one another, and um, I was lied to. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, I I go to two different churches. I'm a two-timer. Apologies. Um, I go to one on Sundays, and it's called uh, Church of the City. And I lead like a, a Bible study with them. And so there's a guy in my Bible study who was like, hey, dude, you should check out West End Young Adults. You know, it's like something I go to on uh, Tuesday nights. Um, it's going to be sick. It's going to be a worship night. They play games afterwards. I was like, oh, awesome. I love worship nights. I love, you know, playing like card games or board games mm-hmm. or whatever. And then I go there. <laughs> there's someone preaching, so we didn't do worship night. And then we didn't play any games afterwards. <laughs> I was like, well, I've been lied to, but <laughs> you know what? It was a great time anyway. So uh, yeah. I kept going. I think really like since what, what was that? Like two years ago, a year and a half ago, whatever. Like that May of 2021? 20, 2020? 2020? 2020? I don't know. One of those. Um, 2021? Yeah, it's 2023, so maybe 2021. Yeah, 2021. Yeah. Uh, I think the main thing that's changed is just um, just like the lasting friendships, like you guys are saying. Mm. Um, just It's crazy how it's just like second nature for like this group to just reach out and be like, hey, I'm going to a movie or I'm going yeah. to do this this weekend. It's just, it's so great. Um, and it's just so natural. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, I remember um, it was interesting because I know both of you guys love The Office, but I remember one of the other, the other group that I was attending had like an office themed like party and everyone like dressed up as office characters. Very few people did, but I was like, okay, I have these like name tags, and I was gonna be like Dave. If you know the office, yeah. you know the reference. Nice. But um, yeah, it's inter- very interesting how people end up in like uh, different Christian groups. Cause I had uh, a Christian group in college that I was a part of that I heard some stories that 
are worse than what you you said you were lied to. This one's worse. Uh, one of my friends, he was in I think his second or third year of college, and his friends essentially just kidnapped him and brought him. They like put a bag over his head, threw him in the van, and then yeah, took yeah. him to the group. And so like legit. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And uh, it didn't work. He didn't go back for at least a year, and then eventually he did come back. But not because he was kidnapped. So uh, if you're looking to bring your friends to your young adult group, maybe just like actually tell them what's up. Don't just put back. Right, there's multiple it. ways. Yeah, yeah. You could you could do it the honest way. You can way. drug them. You can you know. Yeah. Blackmail them. Whatever you gotta do. Really. You could tell them there's a really really cool guy named Daniel Meek who wants to be their friend. And also that Kayla can do everything. That yeah. Kayla said. Can do announcements. You know, you know, but yeah, that's been a, a, a look back. Um, do you guys have any favorite memories or moments um, from the past, I don't know, year and a half, a year, seven months, whatever it's been, not long, really? Uh, yeah, so <laughs> this is kind of a funny story, too. So I, I wasn't able to join for this whole thing, but um, <laughs> so, I wasn't there at all, but I heard about this. <laughs> I want to tell you, just hearing about it was my favorite memory. <laughs> so, so I... One of my buddies, he was getting married that same the same weekend as an event that they were throwing. And this was the fall retreat that we did, like, last year, whenever I first started. And so I drove all the way up to Ohio and then, like, back down to Lexington and then drove all the way over to where they were at. So I think by the end of the trip, it was, like, 21 hours of driving. Um, but I was so happy that I was able to, like, make it out there. It was free, which is awesome. They had Milano cookies. I still remember that because I forgot how much those things slap. Um, and <laughs> we just play, like nerds the whole time and just like a bunch of like um small games and they had like um a pool table there and it just really was a great time just like hanging out with people um just like a good christian group we watched church on sunday morning you know just like a really great fellowship you know bonding experience um that was up there for me for sure and then obviously white water rafting come on like that has to be up there yeah i know the three of us went white water rafting, and that was quite the experience. That was like that was one of my new things for yeah. you know, like August or something. And oh man, June, I, I don't know. We fell out. <laughs> uh, it was a uh, it was a trip, pretty much. Uh, the guide was someone that you that knew. Was, yeah, my friend. So one of my family, like I have a bunch of friends here that I kind of grew up with. So my friend Caleb, he's a bit of a like wild child. Um, kind of lives out in the nature mm. and all that but he told us all that we needed to take our feet out for this one part because if we didn't we could twist our ankles yeah on the thing because that, that wasn't true but we all listened yeah. to it so for you listening <laughs> and like any who haven't been um there's like a little crevice that on the sides of the raft that you're supposed to put your foot in so that you can like more easily stay in the boat if it like rocks or if it like you know you don't want to fall out essentially and they told us hey, there's rocks here, take your feet out, you don't want to break your ankles. Yeah. And then he proceeded to flip the boat us, <laughs> so we would all fall. But <laughs> the other good one was um, he told us that there was a sharpshooter who would like <laughs> shoot at boats to scare them. And he was like, look up at that mountain, sometimes you'll see him. And we all looked, and then he just slapped his paddle <laughs> on the water. <laughs> so, yeah, some, some shenanigans there. But, I, like, knew he was, like, telling a lie from the start, but it still got me. I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh, that was definitely a shot. I was like, you never know. <laughs> but <laughs> He was a great guy. Yeah, fun. very, very fun. Definitely very memorable. Do you have any favorite moments from? Man. Um, well, I, so I, um, this past, like, I will not, I guess in, like, August, September, um, became, a like, a youth group leader for um, the youth group there. So I do seventh grade girls, and we went on our fall retreat. Um, and I, for, I volunteered to drive one of the 15 passenger mm -hmm. vans up, um, up to the three hour trek, which was, it was just, it was just fun. I was too short to reach the pedal. So I had to be on my tiptoe like the entire time. Mm -hmm. So my calf was like burning by the oh. end of the three hour and we couldn't figure out how to get the lights on, put it in the wrong gear at one point driving, you know, and you have like 17 little school girls in there with you, but that was just really fun. Just an adventure of. Doing that, and then the whole weekend was just exhausting, but super fun to get to spend time with the, uh, like the kids, the high schoolers, mm -hmm. middle schoolers. Um, so I, I had a lot of fun doing that. Nice, yeah. You too can get involved in various activities. 
listeners. Also, just all of our like movie nights or random mm-hmm. game nights and stuff. They're really fun. Yeah, they're very fun. I think it's, and this isn't going to be true for everybody, but I think for me it was very easy to get involved. I think within the first mm-hmm. couple months, I had just started like doing stuff fairly regularly outside of just Tuesday. Um, when I first got here, it's like, oh, it's Tuesday, the one thing I do a week. And now it's like, oh, it's you know Wednesday or Thursday, the one time I don't have anything going on. Thank goodness. <laughs> but it's always been very fun. Um, it's definitely a, a good group to get involved in if you haven't been. And if you're one of our listeners who doesn't live in Nashville, I would definitely recommend looking for a group that um, just has – just constant activities that can keep you involved. That's looking to like help get you involved in the church. I know Colette, you're very involved at West End itself, uh, beyond just leading your seventh graders. Yeah, I do. Um, I lead kids worship too every Sunday, so that's kind of something. Um, I I went in. I, I they came into our young adult, young adult group and said, "Hey, we need help in the kids department or ministry." And so I just went down there kind of expecting just to like volunteer, help with the kids. And then I saw that they didn't have like any music really like worship. So I just went up to the person and was like, Hey, can I, can I start Mm -hmm. a weekly worship time with the kids? And so that's what I do now every Sunday. Um, and then I lead worship for like our junior high, um, events too. Um, when we have those once a month. So, um, trying to get a few other middle school, I'd like to get a, middle or high school worship team started in the next few new months, thing but, new thing um yeah so um and a lot of my i work at national christian school and a lot of my students go to west end so um one of I your just, students is daniel's kid so if you know daniel yes yeah. his kid uh and goes she's great to she's one of my kindergartners so she's yeah. awesome when daniel listens to this so you're like, man, I wish I had been there. This sounds so fun. <laughs> Maybe we'll be like, we should do it at your apartment every week. <laughs> Change the name. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you play just about every instrument. I do. do Not you... necessarily well. But... Is there any instruments that you don't know that you want to learn? Not really. I mean, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I like to learn a lot of instruments better, um, okay. like that I could play more than just, you know, a few. I mostly learn instruments so I can teach them. Okay, so I'll um, get you a pair of bagpipes and then you'll teach Well, Josh. okay, a, bag, a banjo. I would love to learn to play okay. the banjo. Didgeridoo? Uh, didgeridoo, didgeridoo yeah. that's a good one. Um, um, slide whistle. Just one of those things. That's an instrument, right? <laughs> Electric triangle. Electric <laughs> triangle. <laughs> that thing rocks. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> the podcast where we make um, random sounds that we think <laughs> instruments might make. Yeah, actually, this will be the rest of the podcast. Oh, the, next game: instrument or Josh making noise. <laughs> one of the band pieces I picked for my students this year um, requires one of my students to blow on a like coach's sports whistle, hmm. um, slide whistle to like do a whoop sound with their hmm. voice. Some, How's that sound? Some little clappers. Can I hear it? Um, yeah. What? Can I hear this one? Yeah, it's just going to be like a woo! You know, right. kind of thing. Um, oh, it's called March of the Pandas. I don't really know why they have to do that, but um, so that'll be fun. Yeah. So. It reminds me of there's an episode of Nathan for You where he is working with a shipping company to get smo- uh, smoke detectors cheaper ship- shipping wise because they're classified as a certain type of uh, object uh, or uh, produce. No, produce is just food. Of uh, Produce is like yeah. What's the word for like exports, imports, something like that? And essentially, like goods. Yeah, goods. That's the one. (laughs) Um, And essentially, to get them cheaper, he wants to classify them as an instrument. So he has to make a song that becomes popular using the smoke detector. And he like hires a bunch of people uh, who are like artists. He has them like perform. And he's like, "Yeah, you're really good, but like, do you think you like you would want to play like smoke detector?" He's like, "Hey, like." Uh, you guys keep playing what you're doing, but a mic over here, he's going to be on smoke detector. <laughs> and he's just like playing like the beep. <laughs> Every yeah. so often, he's like, yeah, like give us some more smoke detector. Like get that in there. Like, Well, fun fact, that's actually a whole, there's a whole genre of classical music called com- like comedic classical music. Mm-hmm. And it's just composers that have made up instruments like a bike, like they use a bicycle yeah. or like different horns or like pipes to hit together 
or balloons um, do that. And like there's songs that are just used featuring random made up instruments like mm. that. So actually so, there Nathan. might be a song legit yeah. that has a smoke detector. Yeah. Maybe. Nathan's um, just a couple hundred years late. Who yeah. yeah. They do it at Juilliard every year. There's a comedy concert. Sorry, Nathan Fielder. You've been got. <laughs> if he's listening to this, he might be real upset. <laughs> Recall the episode. <laughs> Boycott it. <laughs> Take it down. Go on strike. So let's go to the next topic. Um, going to look to uh, the future a little bit. So is there anything ex- uh, exciting that you guys are looking forward to, either in West End or just your life generally? Uh, yeah. So at West End, I think Daniel mentioned this past week week um just about the super bowl party um, it's happening at the super bowl the you got tickets will be in. money money <laughs> bags meek is, is splurging on the super bowl tickets <laughs> so that's always a blast i've been there like every year they've done it um oh, i'm not really a sports guy as some of you know sports, um, sports. <laughs> we just did trivia so that's a big thing they do yeah. you, every time you, you say know, sports you, know. you gotta chant back yeah um but i'm in there for the you know the halftime show the the food and the commercials, so. <laughs> and yeah. then to pretend like I know what I'm talking about when I look at the sports. Um, and then just for me, uh, in my life generally, one of my buddies, he's, um, he, he was like one of my best buds in high school. And he's getting married in May. Um, and then he asked me to be his best man recently. So I'm super stoked for that. And just like planning all that. I love doing speeches. Um, just making someone feel really loved and cared about. And um just doing anything to make their days like really special because um, it's a big moment, you know. So I'm very excited about that. Nice. How about you, Colette? Um, I mean, I guess same. I'm excited for a Super Bowl party if the Bills are in the Super Bowl, which I'm really rooting for this year. But um, other than that, personally, um, I'm in the last semester of my master's degree, so working on my thesis studying for my exam so hopefully we'll have a master's degree in may um that i'm looking forward to um and again i'd love to try to get start like get started on trying to help make this like youth worship team at church with middle and high school because i did that all through church when i was in middle high school and that was like those are my people so i want to get that started at west end um so that's kind of what i'm hoping i'll take more of a role in the next few months as I'm there more kind of worshiping I filled in for Brett the other day for like a prayer group thing um so I just I like more opportunities to worship at church um but yeah master's is a big thing um and then just growing the music program at my job and going to Hawaii for a few weeks in the summer and I think Iceland in October nice it's supposed to be in March but you know (laughs) um so we'll make it in October but uh yeah so it'll be a good year nice yeah I think for me um as far as just in at West End, um, I've kind of been in and out of town a bunch, um, so I'm just excited to be back for a little while. I don't really have too much coming up the next few uh, few months, things here and there. Um, you know, I think we're going skiing as a group, a few of us, which would be fun. Um, I think uh, a bunch of trips that I'm like not sure are happening. Uh, everyone's like oh yeah we're gonna go to scotland and then we're gonna go to portugal and we're gonna go to new zealand like everyone's mentioning all these trips that they want to go on and i'm like okay i don't know how many days off i have but not that many so we'll see i think right now it'll be nice to just be here for a bit get back to a new normal a new normal um so is there anything that you guys didn't do last year that you want to be able to do this year um either just new things or spiritually or any realm of topic Got you want to kick this off for this one? <laughs> sure yeah um so i recently started playing guitar again and i would like to be able to have at least 12 songs down by the end of the year hopefully mm-hmm. one for each month I'm like most of the way through one. I know bits and pieces of a few more. Um, but it's been something that I like. When I was learning guitar back in middle school years and years and years ago, and I uh, had lessons and I would never practice because all the songs were songs I just didn't really care about. But I've been learning songs that I, I do like to listen to and it's been just a good motivator for me to start playing again 
um, and I realized that I knew, remembered zero things about guitar. <laughs> so pretty much relearning. Um, fun fact, I used to be left-handed, and every time I pick up a guitar, I go to play left-handed, and then I realize all of my guitars are right-handed ones. I'm like, okay, this will be new, because last time I played, it was left-handed. So, yeah. Dude, here you are saying you don't have any New Year's resolutions, and now you say you want to play 12 yeah. new songs in a year? That's, just I'm, say once a month, but and you got a resolution. But I started that back in, like, December, so it's not necessarily right, a New Year's resolution. resolution. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's fine. It um, that, and then maybe I'll go back and finish my book. We'll see. There you go. But. Good goals. Other than that, I think struggling consistently to, like, do a devotional life. I feel like every time I go off somewhere traveling, I fall off of it, and I'm like, I'll always, like, bring my Bible. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it while I'm there, and I never do. So getting back into that is something that I'm going to try to do now that I'm hopefully going to be more local for a while. But, yeah. yeah. Um, my sister had this fun idea. Um it was her resolution to um, just like learn a new skill for the year. I was like, oh, that's a fun idea. Um, so in the past, I've picked up just like little like hobbies along the way, but I really would like to start a new one. Um, it's just really fun. Yeah. like Beatboxing, just... <laughs> hand boning. Yeah, you know, the whole, yeah. the whole gamut. Ventriloquism. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're listening to ventrilo- <laughs> your ventriloquist. How do you say that word? Ventriloquist. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not for me. Oh, <laughs> we'll yeah. <laughs> I listened to another podcast recently where a guy was talking about his friend who had gone on a date with a guy. He's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm an artist. And she's, he's like, do you want me to show you my art? And she's like, yeah, sure. Like, she expected him to pull up, like, a painting on his phone or something. Man runs to his car, comes back with a virtual quiz <laughs> dummy, and he is immensely bad at it his mouth is moving the entire time he's just like doing the voices he's just looking down so you can't see his mouth and essentially like all the questions he had asked her on the date he just repeats oh that's tough with the dummy as though he had not heard it so uh, if anyone says they're an artist ask them what they do first before figure that out you know they say you either have good times or good stories (laughs) tough oh yeah but, but yeah, so that's just one thing I want to get into is just learning a new hobby. Um, maybe ventricles. We'll see. Ask me in December. Uh, yeah, we'll find out. But just like starting small on a, a, a new hobby is really fun. And then like realizing all like the nuances and, and like yeah. niche parts of it. Um, and then like expanding whatever else you mm-hmm. got to do with that. It's just a blast every time. Is there anything that you, Colette, think will be like a hobby for you? Anything that you had done that you are going to do more consistently. And you said you're going to go skydiving again. Mm-hmm. But is there anything else that you were like, yes, this is definitely something I want to pick up and start doing frequently? Um, I mean, honestly, like, any of the things I did, like, I plan on, like, doing, you know. Like, haunted house. Like, no, not the haunted house. Um, <laughs> but if I get the opportunity, like, I definitely, like, go jet skiing again or parasailing, you know, when I'm down in Florida. Or um, rock climbing was super fun. Um, I've done that a few times with my roommate. In, like, um, a gym or, like, outside? In, like, a, in a gym. Okay. Um, so, kind of, like, everything I loved. Um, I actually, my goal for this year, though, my, so I grew up a horseback rider. Um, and since I've been paying for grad school, I have not just, or just grad school. I work full-time and I'm in grad school. Mm-hmm. I just have not had time to be at a bar and She's just thinking about horses. So, I am, the, now that I'm getting closer to being done with grad school and, um, you know, I'll, won't have you know those bills anymore um i definitely plan to get back into riding and hopefully leasing a horse um sometime by the end of this year so that's kind of my biggest thing and um i try to read all of the c.s lewis books every year so oh that's how many are there um i honestly don't even i guess maybe not all i maybe there's like a set of like eight or nine that i Mm -hmm. like have you know um done consistently um that i really enjoy so um yeah i also wanted to milk a goat last year and that didn't happen so that's happening in no. three weeks so a goat milk a goat yeah well not a cow because i couldn't find anybody who had a milk cow <laughs> <laughs> but i did find somebody who had goats that you can milk so how did you find this person i sent an craigslist, <laughs> craigslist. I can i milk your goat <laughs> i sent an email out to a bunch to a bunch of parents of my students and I just Any asked, farmers out there? Top <laughs> done. Farmers I only. <laughs> so are any of you like like animal own like 
farm animal owners because yeah. I knew we had a bunch of them. I just don't know who. So I just kind of put out like a PSA of, hey, guys, I need one of milk. Okay, so you didn't make a farmer's only account. And then uh, you just you're like <laughs> looking for eligible <laughs> go milker. how to find that. But if you guys know any milk cow people... Actually, I don't know if they have a cow, but back in Trumbull, Connecticut, where I grew up, we have an agri-science program that I know for a fact had at least llamas and sheep, but it might have had a cow. Milk a llama? You know that he milk a llama? I don't know. I mean, they can milk snakes, apparently. They, they milk almonds, so... <laughs> and rice. <laughs> rice, yeah. Right. Uh, I actually do know people in Lexington that have a ton of cows, but I'm willing, you're willing to make that trip. I mean, I'm willing to make that trek. You could also cow. go to a state that has like a lot of cow farms and just go knock on some doors. Knock on some doors. Yeah, that's an adventure. I'd be down for that. Yeah, or just trespass. New thing. Cow sitting <laughs> while milking. It's a win-win. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Run with the bulls. Who hasn't done that? Yeah, go to Spain, do the running with the bulls. Opportunity. Just have <laughs> a, <no. laughs> a raging time. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so time to get into our faith and life topic. Um, how do you, yeah, how do you guys feel that faith affects your vocation or how is it involved in your day-to-day outside of your faith community? I know for you, you work in a Christian school, so it's pretty prevalent, but Josh, you work in a... Christian company. Yeah. Is <laughs> so it? It is, yeah. Really? So <laughs> these are, uh, this whole, like... Outside of your faith community, I feel like most of my community is a faith-based community. Huh, I did not um, know that. Yeah, when I first applied, I had no idea. Um, but then I like drive to their location, and I see like the fruits of the spirit like put up along the wall, and like they're like one of their mission statements is like that they um, are based on biblical views and everything like that. Um, so yeah, it actually affects my company too. Um, and not to mention, I think just like. As a Christian in a workplace, I feel like we're expected to be, like, good stewards and, like, you know, try to be, like, you know, honest with your work and things like that. So, I'd say those are, like, the two main ways that it's really affecting my vocation at the moment. Even in, like, a Christian environment, though, you can still have, like, I don't know, there's still issues that come up, I think, where you still need to kind of be discerning. Um, yeah, man pulls out of a ventriloquist dummy and you're like, how do I discern I mean, this? Yeah, I <laughs> Not really at my school so much, but um, but I do work at a Christian school, so it's very much like we have chapel, we have prayer and worship kind of built into everything. But um, I kind of I when I started working there, I didn't pray at the beginning of classes. Like I just, I mean, it's not not like a rule that you have to or anything. It's just you know I just usually would start class and they come to music and um, so for the first year I didn't I didn't really do that and then um, kind of went through like a little bit of a spiritual reset and said like. Okay, I'm gonna have us all like say what the Lord's done for us today, and then pray at the beginning of every class, um, even if it takes ten minutes. Let the kids share, you know, what Jesus has done. And um, so I started doing that, and there was one girl that um, when I asked her to pray, she didn't want to pray. Um, and after like asking for a little bit, she said it's because she's always felt too small. She didn't think that God would hear her if she prayed. Um, and so she started like crying, and she's like, "I just I can't do it. Like I'm too tiny. Like God's not gonna hear me." And so. Um, that was a little bit of like a slap in the face because I was like, well, I've been at a Christian school for a whole year. I've taught her for a year and didn't know that until now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think still like even being in a Christian environment, like just trying to think of ways to like really like show the kids God's love and everything. Um, I started campfire worship Fridays this year. So every Friday we just sit around a homemade campfire and sing worship songs. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that's kind of made a huge difference in, kind of how the kids enter class throughout the day, and um, at least with me, so it's been a nice change. Yeah. So as our resident secular employee, how, how does it affect your uh, outside of faith community and or at work? Yeah. Um, so at work, um, there's a few people I work with who are Christian, um, some with very different backgrounds from myself and some very different views. Um but like working in the construction field, especially, you're surrounded by people who don't necessarily hold the same general secular values that intersect with Christian values. Um, just the sense of like being on your your best behavior and like watching your language, making sure that like the topics of conversation are 
Um, one's the IFR professional environment, which is, I would think, in line with the Christian values to a degree. Um, a lot of the people that we, we work with um, outside of our company um, might not hold those values. And it's how do we, because we are like a for-profit company that is working with sometimes difficult people, how do we get our work done while also honoring um, like our commitments to our clients, but not like giving up too much of like our own value of like what we're to gain from it. Um, and there's a sense of we have some, uh, so we're a design build company and we're fixed cost, um, which essentially is that whatever price we give you is the price that we're holding to unless it's something out of scope that comes up. So like, let's say we mess up and we order the wrong thing and we can't return it. We're responsible for paying for whatever it is. Um, if we, you know, under estimated for the amount of wood we would need for framing that's on us we gave you a, a price we have to uh, uh hold hold to that and you know i'm imperfect and i make mistakes so how do i own up to my mistakes and move on from them um while also making sure that like uh we're responsible to our clients as well as working with uh our subcontractors and suppliers to accomplish the needs of our clients. Um, so like honesty is a big, uh, we have our, our uh, list of values and uh, we have honesty, accountability, craftsmanship, um, care and effectiveness. Mm. And it's, uh, I think the, the fact that honesty is the first thing that we have is kind of important. Um, that like is our main value is that because we are a fixed cost, it is important to be honest because you're, you have to hold up to what you've given them and you can't just say, oh, well, like a lot of contractors will give you price later down the line and they might say, oh, well, I think it's going to be this much and then they'll come back with this and this and this mm -hmm. later down the line. So figuring that out, um, you know, I think a lot of the time, uh, especially surrounded by uh, secular people, you can kind of fall into habits that are not necessarily with your values. Um, I think a big thing is like, there's topics of conversation that come up that are not ones of which I would uh, be proud to associate with um, that come up. And how do you honor and respect the person who's bringing it up as well as uh, making sure that you're not getting yourself in, involved in that. Mm. Um, so I think there's a lot of balance of these are all people who deserve to be respected and they have their own beliefs and values that like don't align with mine, but it's not my place to just say they're wrong and be upset with them. Like, yes, I can say, Hey, like that's not okay to do this or that because it is a professional environment. But, um, there's a, there's a degree to which I have to respect even those who do not uphold the same values that mm -hmm. I do. Um, so I think that's kind of, how I find uh, my faith uh, affecting my vocation, I guess. Um, that was kind of a long no, rant, yeah, but, that's good, though. Um, I know if Daniel was here, he would say, yeah, I'm a pastor. That's about it. <laughs> so self-explanatory. So, But, uh, yeah, this is normally the time where Daniel would share something about the sermon or devotional this week. I, unfortunately, was uh, not there for it. Um, I know, Josh, you were likely there, and Kalei, I don't know if you were there. Yeah, we were both there. But does anyone want to kind of give a lowdown on, like, what the past week was about? Just quick, brief. Um, yeah, it was about Acts 2, um, and then we actually cruised through, like, 2, 3, and a bit of 4. Uh, so we, we were cranking. Um, but the main topic that was covered was just about um, how, like, there were uh, the 12 uh, apostles, and, like, that's, like, the only 12. You know, it's not like there's any mm -hmm. more apostles anymore. So the first and last 12. Um, and then how he, he then talked about how it started with the 12 and then it grew to like, oh shoot, like a hundred, 200, 300, 120, 120. Is that, is that what you said that, yeah, identical? Um, I didn't memorize it clearly, <laughs> but, and then it grew from that to 5,000, um, a bit after that at like a, a different place. 
Um, so he was just talking about how, like, you know, like there are a few faithful people um, that were um, just like obeying, like what Jesus said, and then like it just exploded because of just a few faithful men, specifically um, Peter, um, someone who was too afraid to even like, like he he denied Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like even a flawed man like him can still be used um, through faithfulness through the Lord to bring about literally like the gospel everywhere. Um, and he also mentioned just like how like Jesus' command to them was like to um, spread it to like Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Um, and he kind of just mentioned how, like, you know, we can do that in our circles as well, just like, you know, all that. Um, and then we also had a, a brief discussion about <laughs> speaking in, in tongues. tongues. <laughs> and <laughs> As one does. Yeah, so it was it was a hot topic, and uh, we went to, like, 845, mm-hmm. which we've never done before, but I think it was just, you know, a yeah. lot of people had a lot of questions. And yeah. It was fascinating. There were a lot of different views on it. I grew up Pentecostal, so I mm-hmm. used that. Presbyterians or Baptists might not have. Um, yeah, I know I, in college, uh, we used to do this thing called School of Prayer, and we learned different ways of praying, and there was one where we talked about the fruits of the Spirit, and one guy was like, yeah, I really want to speak in tongues, and, you know, he prayed about it for a few weeks, and eventually he ended up doing it, but he was like, am I doing this because I wanted to, or because God actually, like, gave me this? Hmm. And I don't know if he ever did it again. Um, I think COVID hit pretty soon after that. So mm. that kind of stopped. But um, uh, it's, it's interesting to me because I grew up in, in the New England area and stuff like that is kind of just foreign to me. Mm. So like when people talk about that, I'm like, that just sounds weird to me. Like, because mm-hmm. it means nothing unless you have a translator there. But like, when does that happen? So things like that. And then like I went on a retreat where they're like, yeah, we, we danced and we healed someone, which like for me is just hard to believe. I'm sure it's possibly true. Um, I wasn't there for it, so I don't necessarily know all the details. Um, but I think a lot of the time when I hear something uh, profound um, and just out of my zone of knowledge i tend to disbelieve which is something that i probably need to work on more Mm. but i think that's a general sense of like the way american society is i know paulson was telling me a little bit about um what y'all had talked about and the idea that like other countries have a vaster sense of connection to the spiritual side of life and yet in america we're devoid of that and is that because we are better than other countries that we don't need that or is it something else and i think it is something else to mm-hmm. where like we have just so much disbelief that we don't experience it because we choose not to yeah absolutely and that's why i really love uh tuesday night too it's just i had so many different views like with people from california that have obviously different views from me mm-hmm. in kentucky and, and whatnot and pentecostal so um i've seen the whole gamut from people um, speaking in tongues and having a translator. Um, some people mm-hmm. who just said it on their own um, or just like praying to themselves. So um, I had many different experiences and it was just fun hearing other people's experiences as well. Um, and yeah, I've even heard of people saying similar things where like in other countries, they some people just don't even like think of going to a doctor. They just expect mm-hmm. like a spiritual healing. Yeah. Um, and then so that can be really powerful for someone um, like a missionary who sees that for the first time, they're like, "Wow, these people believe so much, mm-hmm. um, and they're just so connected to their spiritualism compared to us in America." Who first thing you think of when you get sick is, "I'll go to the doctor." So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, our discount Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> no, Walmart, no, you're wholesale. You're wholesale. <laughs> Same price, um, different object. Of the what is it, signature select or whatever yeah. from Costco. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, Some events coming up, uh, Classic Tuesday, uh, Tuesday group. We do uh, prayer now at 6.30 beforehand if if that's something you're interested in. Um, Food starts at 7. uh, Sermon starts at 7.30. I believe this week is going to be a sermon. Um, Usually our first of the month is going to be worship nights. So 
uh, Super Bowl party coming up on the day of the Super Bowl, which should be a Sunday, if I'm correct. <laughs> go, uh, whatever go teams. Teams. Yeah, yeah. Go, go teams. Maybe ben the Bills. Bengals. <laughs> um, but yeah, so thank you guys again for listening, all 14 of you. Uh, appreciate it. Maybe we'll have a 15th listener if Colette decides her new thing will be listening to this well, podcast. Like listen back to the one that we did. Well, you could listen to the other ones. Oh. You're right. Oh, okay. <laughs> You got <Yeah>. me there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll have to listen to this again to edit it, so like, <laughs> I'm not going to go back. Yeah, um, can't be the other one. And then there's, I don't know if there's anything else coming up. Daniel would know. I would not. So, <laughs> uh, great to have you guys. Take it easy now. Thank you, Colette, for coming on. Thank you, Josh, for guest hosting it's been very very fun for hosting this has been hanging in my apartment (laughs) (laughs) hanging in the lane uh with many changes that have been maybe this will be a one-time thing maybe not we'll see maybe we'll have a third co-host and we'll pull one of those shows where the main character comes back and you keep that other character that is supposed to be the replacement (laughs) 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 who's to say all right bye (laughs) (laughs) 